What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Spirit of Aya podcast. And this is your host, Sarai Darbandi. And today is March 14th, 2018. <clears throat> and today we are talking about ayahuasca and the rebirthing experience. And a lot of people talk about how during ceremony or during their time with Mother Ayahuasca, that they truly feel like they have been reborn. And this is symbolic in a lot of different ways. Some people kind of describe it as like having their life back. For a long time, they felt suppressed. They weren't being their authentic selves. Um, and then after ceremony, they literally felt like they were brought back to life. Um, some other people kind of describe ayahuasca and ayahuasca ceremonies after their experience, how they really true feel, you know, they feel like during during the ceremony that they were birthed again from the true mother, Mother Ayahuasca. You know, not their parents, not their family of origin, but they were finally born. Um, they were kind of, in a way, symbolically able to reclaim their life. Um, and there's, there's other versions of this same story. Um, and this is kind of like the main focus on today's topic and what the rebirthing experience can actually do for somebody mentally, emotionally, uh, physically, uh, shift in perception. Um, you know, and this, this, these are the reasons why people seek out the medicine, right? To find a different way of life and heighten their awareness and explore their consciousness and expand themselves in this life and then to integrate it into their everyday life. And if you can take the first example of somebody who feels like they found themselves again, they found their true voice, their authenticity within ceremony, you know, this is a pretty big deal for somebody. We, we move from being powerless to empowered, from feeling like life is gray and colorless to anything is possible and there's lots of colors and there's opportunities. Um, you know, we move from depression to peace, anxiety to joy. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different versions of the shift in emotions, thoughts, perspectives, interpersonal relationships, relationships with oneself, relationship with spirit, um, all of these facets that we all carry within ourselves. Um, and as I always say on here, uh, ayahuasca is not the answer, but it's definitely a part of the answer for some people. And this is just one way that an experience, and it's not really a predictable experience, right? These are just, these are just anecdotal experiences that people have shared, <coughs> shared and, um, and, uh, what, what's that, uh, consumer, um, uh, results may vary. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, and it's true. Results definitely can vary with ayahuasca. And um, so you're kind of just taking this experience. And the thing is, is that it's happened enough times. I've, I've talked to people that it's happened enough. I've read about it enough to know that it's definitely worth mentioning. Um, and then the other perspective, you know, feeling like they truly have been reborn um, from Mother Ayahuasca, realizing that their true parent is a higher power and not um, in which 
the vessels in which actually which are, are your actual physical parents that brought you into this world realizing that their true parent their true mother is um mother ayahuasca and having that as a new spiritual guide in their life and I mean, to be really honest with you, um, I mean, if you just think about this in the context outside of ayahuasca, realizing that, I mean, you have a higher power can be pretty profound. Um, you know, that can, this can be considered a controversial topic because not everyone believes in a higher power or God or, you know, um, in the community of ayahuasca, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, most likely you believe in some sort of spiritual energy force, if not, you know, a god. And um, ayahuasca isn't really meant to be looked at as a god. Um, it's more of like a spiritual force that works with you to bring about your best self, your higher self, so to speak. Um, and, you know, knowing that... Um, this new, like once again, a shift in perspective, right? This rebirth, realizing that um, my parents um, are not, you know, they're not the ultimate uh, subconscious or conscious dictators of my life. Actually, there's a greater purpose beyond me, beyond my parents, beyond this world. And it's a spirit um, that's working with me on a daily basis. And it's helping me navigate life. It's working as a compass. Um, so, you know, that's an entire, um, that's an entire, like I said, a tire, an entire shift of perspective. Um, I would imagine that allows somebody to let go and realizing that, um, that, someone's more powerful than the effects of their family of origin and then also understanding that um at the same time we we aren't god right so we are powerful to an extent right um so it's kind of a it's hard it's a that's how you learn humility and balance and all these things because the one thing that i'm realizing is that no matter how much uh, ayahuasca you do you, you're still human so, um, I mean, we all have that God quality, spiritual quality that is a part of us, you know, um, something that I recently came across that was so strategically explained to me was that, you know, we all have an ego and it's, it's kind of, it's kind of not going anywhere, um, because, um, it's just, it's a part of us. You know, I think it's a problem when we over identify with it and we think it rules our life, which, you know, for a lot of people who come to ceremony, that is the experience that they are having. Um, it is they're over identifying with it and, it and it's running the show. You know, I've been in this position in my life and I still am from time to time because I'm human and that's OK. Um, I think the realization here, though, is that. You know, just like we can't over-identify with our ego, we most certainly can't over-identify with that spiritual component or um, that God quality within us because um, we end up suppressing our feelings, you know, and if we end up suppressing the human part of ourselves, we're not really respecting the whole being. And uh, I just really thought that was so fascinating because there was a time in my life 
where I was like super blissed out for like eight, 12 months, I have no idea. And it really was due to the suppression of my ego and my human self. And I ended up neglecting a lot of thoughts, emotions, and you know, everything that goes along with suppression. So, um, and it can really keep you from fully integrating because if you continue to not address the dark side or the shadows or the, um, you know, uh, those are more shamanic terms, but, um, if you continue to suppress the wounded inner child, so to speak, and you don't allow him or her to emerge, to have a voice and, um, reprocess the things that happen, then patterns of, of the childlike patterns that were created in childhood will continue to play out into your adult life, you know? So, um, so the rebirthing experience, yes, it definitely allows a shift in perspective, uh, a room for a higher power and amongst other things as well. Um, you know, realizing that perhaps, you know, you want to be here, you know, versus, um, you not wanting to be here. I mean, birth can be very traumatic, right? So if you are able to survive and endure, um, perhaps you go through a rebirthing experience, um, during ceremony and you're able to get through it. Maybe you have a new appreciation for life, or maybe you had a traumatic birth in your real life and you were able to finally reprocess the, the effects of the traumatic birth during ceremony, you know, and then you've released extra energy. Um, releasing extra energy and being able to make room for more, um, more that you want in your life. Um, so let me draw you guys a card. That is today's segment. And let me see. Okay. So using Denise Lynn's Native Spirit Oracle card, and I have drawn Owl Medicine. Owl Medicine. So, wisdom, illumination, intuition, clairvoyance, and deep insight abound. Go within. Profound majesty and grace is available to you simply by pulling your awareness inward. Ancient knowledge is emerging within you. You know the truth. Tr trust your perception. You are a truth seeker and a truth sharer. Nurture the feminine spirit within you. Your native spirit wants you to know in some indigenous cultures, the men say that they're afraid of the owl because it represents the power of a woman and they're in awe and even afraid of the power of the woman. Other native culture, cultures call the owl the night eagle for it has the majesty of the eagle but works silently in the darkness of the night. In Western cultures, the owl sits on the shoulders of Athena and also Merlin, revealing sacred truths. When this card chooses you, you're at the advent of a time of illumination and transformation. In a meditative state, imagine that you have a shape you have shapeshifted into an owl and you are soaring silently through the night. Your ability to see even the darkness 
even in the darkness is remarkable. This corresponds with your ability to perceive the truth, even when murky situations in life. And this couldn't be truer for me. <laughs> I'm going through I'm going through a super weird time in my life right now, um, and I've just learned to accept it. Um, turning 30 has been something else, um, and yeah. So I will see you guys back here tomorrow, March 15th. March is going flying by. March 15th, 2018. Uh, much love for those of you who have given me nothing but support on this uh, podcast. I will see you guys back here tomorrow.